0: Hello, and welcome back to the Horror Hour, the place where we discuss, debate, and disagree on all things horror. I'm on your co host, George. And today I'm joined by a gaggle of guests. Today I'm very excited from the hot new horror movie on the block, Influencer. We have the director, writer, producer, editor, he's a man of many talents. It's Curtis David Harder. How are you?
1: Doing well. Thanks for having all of
0: us. No, no problem. And alongside that, we have the fantastic cast. We have Emily Tennant, who plays Madison. Hello. Hello. We have Sarah Canning who plays Jessica. Hello.
2: Hi.
0: We have Rory Saper who plays Ryan. Hello. Hi, hi. And finally we have Cassandra No, who plays CW. How are you?
3: I'm good. How are you?
0: Wonderful. I'm wonderful. Well, let's just dive into it because I saw this film. It was funny, I was on Twitter on Tuesday night, maybe Monday night, and I saw Dead Meat James tweet about it saying you should everyone should check out this film. And I was like, oh, I haven't even, like it didn't, normally I get the notifications on Shudder, so I checked it out, and literally about 10 minutes after I finished it, I tweeted um, Kurtz, and I was like, hello, I I need to talk about this film with all of you. And so thank you so much for such short notice for coming on today, because I I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to talking about everything. So um, Kurtz, I want to really start with you. The concept of the movie, how how did it come about?
1: Yeah, so Tesh Gudakonda who I wrote it with, um, and he also produced the film. We were kind of just talking, I had a trip planned to Southeast Asia back in 2019, and we'd always kind of played around with, we were writing a bunch of different concepts together. And this one kind of started out as kind of a joke about how you travel all the way across the world, and the first thing you'll do is go, eat western food or find a burger joint or something um and just kind of like we wanted to kind of subvert expectations of familiarity of why we kind of trust things we're familiar with and how that can kind of be not the best way to approach things approach it
0: definitely um and obviously it's set in thailand um how was it filming out there was it all smooth sailing pretty much (laughs) It, it was.
1: I mean, it was super supportive. It was kind of a weird time. We were originally supposed to shoot the movie in early twenty twenty, and it got pushed back because of COVID. So there's a kind of a unique challenge of shooting during a pandemic. Like because right, right, kind of as soon as Thailand opened up, we were pushed back in about a year and a half. And as soon as they opened up, we were kind of on planes heading over there. So there was some a lot of benefits to the idea that tourism was kind of going through like some serious withdrawal. So they were really excited to have. And tourism starting to come back, and so there's a lot of support from the local community and and everything. Um, but then also a lot of the the challenges of, of kind of traveling around a country and traveling internationally when travel
0: has become has become so much more difficult. Yeah, it's all you feel like everything's a lot more tighter locked away now in terms of accessibility as a lot of places, which is a shame, but hopefully we'll get to a point where we're back to where we used to be. Um and also, so I was looking obviously you're a producer on the movie Superhost, which Sarah starred yep. in and co-produced. Um and Brandon, the director, is a producer on this movie. So I just wanted to yeah. confirm, because in my head, is it safe to say that these two movies exist in the same universe?
1: yeah they're the same yeah it's the same jessica she just has alter egos on youtube (laughs) (laughs) right
2: right Sarah. if yeah i mean i was just trying to make sense of but then i can't say anything that would spoil the movie because i was gonna see if if she could cross over and i'm
0: like well that was really literally, (laughs) literally like my next question was coming off that to you sarah obviously this is you playing another sort of influencer content creator um very different to superhost How did you, Mm -hmm. did you go about approaching this character of Jessica differently to Claire? And then I was going to ask, do you think there was ever a time at an influencer conference back in the day that maybe a young Jessica and Claire crossed paths?
2: Uh, (laughs) Oh, I love that idea. Yeah, I definitely approached Jessica differently than Claire. Osric and I, for Superhost, um, sort of did a lot of back and forth in terms of developing the relationship. And we watched a lot of, uh, YouTube couples, which we were, we were just like, our minds were blown that Mm -hmm. people (laughs) are in relationships and and doing that somehow. Um, well done. (laughs) I am, uh, really (laughs) uh, afraid of posting (laughs) anything. (laughs) online. (laughs) So, so it just, I, I know Emily and I had a conversation about, about this, you know, both playing influencers in this in this film, and and just like I had to watch videos of how people pose. Like I don't understand any of it. Like mm-hmm. I I literally don't understand any of it. So, um, but I definitely took inspiration from a couple of people, and that mm-hmm. was really helpful, and had uh, a great conversation, um, with Kurt and with Tesh, and about um. What kind of businesswoman this character should be, and that's a similarity, I guess. I would say between Jessica and Claire, like both very business minded in terms of their interaction with social media.
0: Yeah, and I t- I have to say because I I didn't read the cast list or anything when I watched, I just went straight into this film, and I it took me like a minute, and I was like, oh my god, because to me, like it, you were just so in a great. way Obviously, you are so different, like in this role, and I was like. Like you're a chameleon, so it was it was great to to see that. Um, and last time we spoke, and you you touched on it then. Obviously, you mentioned the world of content creation and, and social media being quite overwhelming to you personally, and that you didn't really take a lot of that in. Do you still feel that way again after like a, like set round two? Are you still like oh no? Has it made you even more back away? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a lot more so
2: than I felt before. <laughs> I would say I think it's both. You know, like getting to jump into this film with all of this great team and, you know, the many conversations that we've had about it, but also uh, just, I think my own brain, you know, films, the film's influence aside, like m- my own brain is pulling like further and further and further away from. Yeah. I, don't know. I just find it, I do find it really overwhelming. Yeah.
0: yeah, No, that's I mean, it is. I, it's funny because this type of film like appeals to me anyway, because I am a, social media manager like that's my job so Mm -hmm. like my life is social media like work work and then my hobby is obviously like this podcast stuff. so like I live on the internet and it's so like draining a lot of the time Mm -hmm. so it's like it I completely understand it and I was reading something about like the new generation alpha how they will be a lot more backed away from social media because like It's Mm -hmm. like this era who were really into it, and everyone else, the younger generation, will be like, "Why are we like? Why are you posting your whole life on the internet?" Like they'll understand the tropes and the what not to dos in a way, and kind of back away Mm -hmm. from it, which I thought was quite interesting because it's kind of going back to like, "Oh, we don't want to." Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Which brings me to my question. This is a question for sort of everybody um, while we're on the topic mainly of social media. If you could change or remove one thing from the vast chasm that is social media, what would it be? Let's go. Emily, if you feel like you know. Oh, yes, Cassandra, tell me.
3: What is the chasm?
0: (laughs) A big ass (laughs) area. A deep hole.
3: Gotcha. A deep abyss. (laughs) Yes, basically. (laughs) can we just delete tick? Sorry. I don't,
0: oh, don't worry. I don't think that's our, um, <laughs> our seven. audience is a bit older. So the whole thing.
3: Emily, you go first. Go ahead.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. I just think it's all such a nightmare. Like I wish it just all disappeared tomorrow and we mm-hmm. could go back. My life is not content. I cannot view it that way. And mm-hmm. it makes me really sad that so many people walk through this world thinking, well, what should I do today? What can I post? I, I just, i say take
0: it all down that's fair i
1: I think just like the the attention span aspect if if there's a way to Mm
3: -hmm.
1: do less short form like i i I was reading about like the, the the millennial pause the other day of like how like older people using tiktok have like like it's like a split second and that's like losing attention span and i'm like oh man we are we are screwed (laughs) if that's that's where we're at
3: yeah Yeah.
5: i honestly like i i mean i love instagram like i i definitely do not i'm not I find it stressful posting. I mean, thinking about having to post something all the time
3: mm-hmm. is
5: really stressful. Mm-hmm. But aside, like that bit to the one side, I like. I just love pictures. I love looking at pictures. I also love knowing what my friends are doing, and I don't have to ask them.
3: Well, that's the Which thing. Is, like so
5: beautiful. You know?
3: <laughs> that's also the thing that I don't like about it. It's like if you didn't post it, it didn't matter. If you didn't post it, you didn't do it. I hate that like mentality yeah. of it all. Like I'm on it, we're like in, in the UK right now And I feel the need to post on my social media that I'm here But I'm like, I just Oh, I don't know
5: I think it's be- I think it's nice that like yeah. We'll have a whole load of photos when we get home to show people Or even a load of photos to post on Instagram Right Like I think it's always funny Like I posted a photo that was taken in Canada Like a couple of days ago Because I just, I mean like... Because whatever But it's also quite funny Because no one, people will still think you're in Canada I don't know yeah I think that's quite funny anyway and you
3: also
4: have the anxiety of, like you're present you're on the trip you take the photos you're like I'll post it later and then you get home and you're like well now I need to curate an album yes. and the photos line up and now I've spent you know an hour on this thing and I don't want to look at it anymore and I throw my phone <laughs> and yes. I don't post anything but there's yeah
3: I posted a year later
5: Perfect. But us, uh, us millennials like we can keep it simple are we all we're all millennials right yeah we are we can all just keep it simple right we can just post one photo at any time and be happy with that just move on we don't have to dabble in all of this content creation I it's stressful yeah it is. it's horrible and it's stressful and it sucks doing it in real life as well you never it never
0: feels good hmm. definitely Sarah anything more to add I mean we know you don't like it but
2: I, I mean i have, I have instagram instagram the only thing that i have left it's the final frontier for me um and uh i actually agree with rory i like seeing photos of what friends are doing and sometimes i'll do a thing with friends i try not to be declarative in my life really about much but sometimes my a few close friends i'll say like I'm not going on Instagram for a few weeks. Can we send it can we text each other photos <laughs> like what a like revelatory thing to do like I kind of laugh at myself and I'm I'm like I know this is sort of lame but can you please send me text me photos of what you're doing because I don't want to feel so out of the loop but I will sometimes just do that because I I I want to like I'm sort of embarrassed to say my brain is such a different brain if i don't use it at all and it does have its benefits especially you know being able to spread the word about especially independent projects like it mm-hmm. it really has a place for us as you know people in the film industry but i am just better i'm just better i'm just better with myself too when i when i don't so Oh, that didn't really answer the question though did it like what's what <laughs> <group>? i uh <laughs> i think i mean i think there should be serious um like I, I i think there should just be serious limits on all of it like i know people can set their own and whatever but like mm. would it be so crazy to say like this is an app that only works for 30 minutes a day like would that be crazy oh, yes. i don't know i just I'm devastated when, like, I hear from sometimes, like, young, like, people in their early 20s or late teens. I recently had a conversation with a, a really lovely person who, you know, said, I'm, and and we were doing something fun, and she said, I'm so anxious, because it was, like, a business thing, and she couldn't be checking TikTok, and she was, like, I'm, I'm so anxious, and I was, like, heartbroken mm-hmm. for her, because she, like, I think a lot of people need like an actual reset you know like it really grabs hold of people and I think it's not the most fair thing to do to a, a population of people who like the attention economy is very serious serious business so yeah, yeah.
0: definitely I mean like for me because my social media so I'm 20 I'm 27 so like my big like Facebook was like when you were carrying, it was like really exciting and then um Instagram was like the main thing. And that was when you had like XX Pro and Valencia, which are all those like cool, it, like it was just like so stupid and like lighthearted. And then mm-hmm. I feel, and YouTube was like a big thing then when I was, especially like in the UK, like the British YouTubers like Zoella and all these people who were like the first people to like the idea. And that's something I think, I think not get rid of, but amend is the idea of monetization on the internet. Cause I think, The fact that anybody can bait and well, obviously, if you're posting really inappropriate stuff, you can't, but mainly anyone can get monetization for screaming the loudest or doing the craziest Mm. stuff. And so it adds like a a role of entitlement when there are people like short films and, you know, speakers and stuff like that who are on the Internet that obviously I believe deserve that monetization. But I think like you, there should be like sort of uh, somewhere where we say, you know, this is the type of content that you know is allowed that when rather than just because all that happens is people just become so competitive you know yeah. like and stuff now especially with the likes i mean instagram was the one that kind of pushed it into the vein of um oh look how great my life is and then i feel like youtube was kind of like here's a day in my life and you're like i mean and i used to sit there and watch 30 45 minute videos of somebody like oh we're going to we're going to waitrose to do some shopping and i was like oh my god this is like I would come home from school and watch it and then like now I think what a waste of like time that was so Mm. I think but then again short-term content has absolutely ruined um my like (laughs) I really I I struggle I have to put my phone in another room when I'm watching a film to for fear like of just picking it up out of the and just scrolling and doing absolutely nothing yeah, it's a really bad, and yeah. TikTok, I think, has made that worse because, like we said, you know, it's like you need to grab them in the first 0.1 second and, you... and people are just doing this and it's not even important anymore. Like, looking at the photos of close family and friends is lovely and YouTube and having sort of informational or fun entertainment content, this is just like, I know they they say, oh, you know, this is more real because it's, you know, unedited. Like, Instagram was the one that was kind of filtered, Whereas TikTok mm. is supposedly very real, and it so I just think, yeah, I think we just need to take the money away from a lot of people and be like, do it because you enjoy it, not because you're trying to go viral and do this trend. Like, and I think because I was going to ask, you were talking about, um, so like the you know a uh, thirty minutes you can only use this app for thirty minutes, because I don't think it's it's never really taken off. It was a thing and then it wasn't. Which is be real. Do you know? Have you heard of be? Real? <laughs> hey. So, like, I liked the idea of Be Real. I thought it was fun and kind of cool. For those who watch and they don't know, it's basically like everyone gets a notification at the same time. And it's like, take a photo of what you're doing now. The only problem I find is that people kind of found a loophole and were like, oh, I'll just wait until... And I had friends that would be like, they're like, oh, so it's time to do Be Real. And they were like, oh, no, I'm saving it for tonight um, when I'm going out. And I'm like, well, that's not being real, is it? Because you're waiting for something. So, like, even that, I think, um, doesn't work. It's annoying yeah. as well. You can't yeah. turn on those options, can
5: you? Oh it's no! It's I deleted it for that reason. As soon as you get told to do something, you're like, I don't want to do it.
0: Yeah, it's not great. Right. Absolutely not a vibe. Um, okay, oh, well, now we've no. torn down um, social media. <laughs> Let's move back and back we've to the solved. Film. Yeah, we've yeah, solved we've the solved problem. Solved it. That's it. <laughs> um, so, Cassandra, obviously, like. CW, in the words of um wendy williams cw is an icon she's a legend and she's the moment um how much fun did you have mm-hmm. playing this role
3: oh my god so much fun these types of ro- like this role i don't know about ever get to play someone as layered as mm-hmm. cw ever again um yeah. it's a once in a lifetime opportunity so of course i had to jump on and say yes right away um, yeah it was crazy I got to do so many things for the first time my first lead motorcycle murder not murder but like <laughs> drowning
5: it's Shaded like the first swimming. time murdering
3: I mean on camera <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah,
3: right. I'm just kidding um, yeah it was a lot of firsts for me so that was really really exciting I had like the best time I had never been to Asia also so that was just another thing as well that was just so incredible this whole project was just I don't know a dream just
2: Mm -hmm.
0: such
3: a dream so yeah she was she was a lot of fun
0: she was so cool and like her full arc I was I went from like loving her to hating her to like look like it was you um, I mean obviously what she was doing a lot of the time wasn't really what we'd say is good stuff but uh, you know there's something about her that I was kind of like you know if she was a little bit calmer she's got the right idea I I know what I know where her heart (laughs) is here but (laughs) she's going about it the wrong way
3: she is, she is. Yeah, you're right, she does have the right idea.
0: <laughs> and I was going to say, like, sort of, obviously I don't want to give too much away, but, like, in terms of what drives her and kind of, like, creating that character, was it kind of all very much written for you, or did you kind of have conversations with Curtis and with everyone else, like, of, like, uh, how to what she became on screen?
3: No, we definitely had conversations about her, but we wanted her to stay, like, quite mysterious, which is why you don't you don't learn a lot about why... She, why she does what she does mm-hmm. it's a prequel but I'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> um, but uh yeah we had conversations about her and uh yeah it all kind of came together before but it was interesting because we had uh, a script change while we were in Thailand so without giving up too much away there is a shift in CW happening through the script mm-hmm. um so that was quite spontaneous, actually. And it, it came together with Kurt and with Tesh in Thailand, kind of like in the moment, which was just so fun to do.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, I, I could see some like changes throughout the film. So that's interesting to know. I'll have to go back watch it now and kind of see more of it. But yeah, she was, she was a great time. And yeah, I, I prequels, sequels, whatever, we'll take everything we can at this point. Let's get the um, influencer cinematic universe, We'll get super host in there. We'll do it all. We'll have a fab time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe listen. I'll we'll we'll talk. Um, so, so Emily, you played the influencer role like so well. Like to go from the happy, happy-go-lucky girl to the way that like at points when she the camera stopped and her face just like dropped to an, a normal human. How did you sort of go about preparing for the role of Madison and kind of working out? what was real and what wasn't when it came to who she really was?
4: Well, I think I really related to Madison when I read the script because Mm. I had a complicated relationship with social media. As an actor, it's part of our job. We should be able to promote ourselves and promote the things we're working on and do that and do it well. And also feel like, ah, I want to keep some of my life private. And how much do I post? How much do I not post? And the idea that social media means connection and you're reaching out and people are reaching out to you and there's all this connection happening. But the reality that once the phone's put away, you're alone. And if you're having these amazing experiences, does it mean anything if you're not sharing it with anyone, whether that's a friend or a boyfriend or whoever? So I think I just really related to Madison and as an actor you kind of know how to put it on and then mm-hmm. you know you can drop that very quickly so uh i'm glad that came across in the film
0: yeah it definitely did and again like for both you and and so did you have like a conversation on how to like did you pick up on did you say okay i'm looking at these influencers for inspiration you like in terms because they were both as i say what was so great is that you can they're both two types of influencers that we all know um I'm, I'm friends with some of them um and so like how did you like sort of decide like decide which who was gonna feel which vibes if that makes sense
4: yeah, Sarah and I chatted a bit. I mean, Kurt and I definitely talked also. Um, mm-hmm. I know Sarah had specific people she was looking at. We shared those, you know, we'd, we'd look at things together. I think we both had our own way of, of going forward as to, like, who these influencers were. I know um, we talked about it with Kurt that Sarah's character was almost a little bit more older, wiser, mature, Um maybe I think more business savvy. Like mm-hmm. that's what I felt um, from her character for sure. And Madison's
2: a little more naive to it all, I think. Sarah? Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. I think it was sort of like, um, and and fun. And I think for both of us in presenting different challenges to CW, um, you know, like, because they're very different experiences with each of, of these women. Um, And we talked, we we definitely talked with Kurt about kind of shaping that in terms of like first act, second act, um, and like what changes, what, Mm -hmm. and what, you know, propels Cass as CW in this like really twisty, strange journey and getting to highlight like those, those, those personality shifts um, in CW and like which, what will each character pull out of out of her so okay. so i think it was like it was really nice because it was fun for us individually as like character work but it was i would say more fun to kind of go how is this how is this influ- like influencing how's this shaping where the story needs to go and and that's like that's that's so uh satisfying i think
0: definitely
4: absolutely and it was cool timing wise, too, because basically we finished filming Madison stuff and Sarah flew into Thailand and it was kind of like I'm tapping out. She's tapping in and and everything shifted. And I just I think it's cool. You got to do it in that order, too.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, Rory, I've got to say as well, and this is a compliment. So remember, this is a compliment because you seem like <laughs> such a cool guy, but you play an arrogant trick <laughs> so well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How did you find playing the role of Ryan? Because he, I was like, I was like, I'm getting really angry now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, good fun. Um, I feel like
5: actually it's kind of funny. I feel like before we started shooting, Kurt and I were talking about it and I was like, I'm having a hard time liking Ryan. And Kurt was like, you can't, you can't not like him. Because if you don't like him, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to end up being a real prick. Mm-hmm. so it was like trying to like navigate finding the 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 genuineness in in him as well in like why he is there and what he's after out of these people that he seemingly sees business opportunities in um I feel like maybe it's something I've like recently, I don't know, I'm on this real like business train at the moment. And it's recently something that maybe I've actually drawn a bit closer to Ryan in the last <laughs> couple of months, that, which is not great, but it's like being hungry to sort of make a name for yourself and like make something of yourself. And, you know, I don't know, Ryan doesn't necessarily want to put himself in front of the camera and be the influencer, but he sees this potential in, in, these people that he's meeting, and so you know you have that scene where he's with um where he's with c w and he's kind of like he sees that potential that he saw in in Madison as well, and he's trying to swing that as well, but um yeah, it's trying not to make him like too much of a prick <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, but I will say like I do agree like as the film went on and as characters and layers started to sort of um open up, I will definitely say that i i did. Towards the end, I did warm to him by the end of the film. So I wasn't, like, completely angry, which I I think is great because, you know, you with all of the characters, there's so many aspects of all the characters, which is obviously just great writing in general, and, of course, acting, where you can see so many layers that you can see the the good and the bad in all of them. And, yeah, even even when it comes to Ryan at the end, I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah. I, I can see what, what it is. And because I think sounds about because you're British as well I feel like because I know I saw so many I grew up with so many more British people in social media That I, was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I know I know this person I've, yeah. I grew up watching this person
5: yeah <laughs> like, absolutely that's what you say though isn't it it's like it's that balance isn't it it's like seeing that side of him but also seeing seeing behind the um what's that word the uh the is it posturing seeing yeah behind that sort as of I'm
0: lent like this yeah
5: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> seeing behind cool. that facade and like and seeing you know the thing that makes this person tick as well as the bravado that you know comes with it mm-hmm.
0: so yeah it's a balance and obviously your and so, break oh, sorry go on
1: no i was just gonna say so much of the movie is about kind of those first first impressions and yeah. like we hope that you kind of judge all the characters and then slowly start to be like oh is that is that necessarily true is there is this first impression that we just saw of, of all four of them is that the actual person they are, or is this just the scenario and the situation they're in, um, and we're seeing a very skewed version of that of that character?
0: Yeah, it's so very very meta
1: too. Yeah, yeah, kind of playing with with those expectations. It's like we really want you to judge Madison, we want you to judge Ryan, and then we want to start to slowly kind of unravel it and unpack that for the audience. So that was a that was a goal for for Tesh and I.
0: It it definitely, and there's a scene again, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a um, sort of a, a flashbacky scene, let's say between um, Ryan and Madison that I was like, oh my God, this is like really cute. And I was like, it like kind of brings you back to, and I think it's something that maybe a lot of people will be able to relate to because it it is, it's like, this is us before social media, in a sense, and you get to see sort of the beginnings of those people. And it's kind of bittersweet because then you kind of see, you know, how people change and you think, oh, is th- have they really changed or is this a persona like you say? Um, so there is so many, like, great Les Film where you It makes you just think about the world and you think there are people out here like that that are, you know, I feel like so many younger people that I feel sorry for because they just, they get into this world of social media now and it's kind of like it's the in thing to do. So they completely change the way they are so I think this film's so poignant it comes at a great time because I feel like there was the Instagram phase and then everything kind of dwindled and then TikTok kind of wrote wrote everything up again so I think this has come at like such a great time for people like it made I sat there and I thought I'm not gonna go on Instagram tonight I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get my book like um <laughs> <it> really- <laughs> <laughs> So I got a book and I sat outside and I blasted Lana Del Rey. And it was, it was <laughs> let me tell you, it was just summertime sadness was not a thing. Um, and obviously, Rory, your your breakout role was in a horror movie back in 2012 with Rufus. So how was it returning to sort of the genre that you sort of began in, in a sense? Yeah, I actually hadn't really thought of that. I guess I haven't like done a horror film.
5: But I mean, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Uh, I did, I did, I guess I did like some short films in between that were, that should never see the light of day that would maybe be considered <laughs> horror. <laughs> but um, yeah, horror is a good genre, isn't it? I mean, it's kind of, I feel like when I did Rufus, it was, it hadn't had that uh, resurgence yet, maybe in 2012. Mm-hmm. And then it's now become this like, everyone loves horror. I mean, I love horror now as well. It's the point where I'll like watch a horror film on my own uh which i never used to do because i was way too scared but yeah it's fun it's fun getting covered in blood and like doing something that can be horror but also has like got some tongue and cheek into it as well and it's like it's not just when you think of a horror film it's not just jump scares i mean there's so many like sub uh branch there's so many branches off of horror that make it interesting and you know with with influencer it being like a horror but a thriller and like a real there's a drama uh, the essence of it as well with the with the lives that we're following so yeah it's a fun it's a fun genre also we're saying this as we like slowly the sun i know it's
0: so sorry like it's, it's given like host vibes now i'm waiting for someone to like just come out <laughs> behind you like I'm just like creeping closer and closer. So the screen light is illuminating us. <laughs> oh God, it's so good. It's um, okay, so good. Okay. I've just got a couple of final questions, which are sort of questions for everyone as we um, we sort of wrap up. But one of them, another um, influencery question coming up for all of you. If you were an influencer in real life, what would your niche be?
3: Ooh, I have one already. Cool. So, <laughs> go on. Well, I did this last year and it was really fun. I guess I'm kind of an influencer. I guess so. I co-founded uh, kind of a company called Some Days, and we uh, we um, have a period pain simulator. And I would just go around uh, making men feel period pain. You can find it on TikTok under um, at Get Some Days. It's really, really good fun. So I'm going to stick with my current niche, which is making men feel pain.
0: That's a great niche.
3: In it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
5: nice. Yeah. I don't know what mine would be. I think I've always quite uh, liked, you know, like young Philly. Uh, I like, you know, just like standing on the street asking questions, but I think I've never been quite like funny enough or witty enough to really like make them interesting. But like young Philly and Chunks, I mean, I I like, I love, do you guys, do any of you guys know who that is? No, okay. For... He is like, he is like hilarious. The two of them are hilarious. I absolutely love them. So I think it would be like, yeah, it'd just be it'd be standing on the street asking drunk people questions and and being witty enough to make a joke out of it. Probably,
0: that's a good
3: niche.
0: <laughs> it's not really niche, is it? It's well, much... no,
5: actually,
0: <laughs> it's a great wide niche.
5: Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That looks even uh, so well.
5: Sarah, you look like you've got a great answer. <laughs> I don't. I
2: don't. <laughs> Kurt, you were speaking. Kurt, you, <laughs> you were about to say something. I'm still thinking.
1: I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I resent the whole thing, but uh, something <laughs> in the cooking world.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that's like white white boy takes on all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
4: gonna say eating delicious food like if i got to go around trying delicious food everywhere i think i'd be really right. happy so
5: you really luck Thank out you about you. that well not yeah. luck out but like you've really hit a winner if you just go around the place eating free food don't you that is <laughs> like, like, a real great ticket yeah.
1: See, I, I made the mistake of having to cook it <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. so you can do a
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> collab you can do a collab
2: you can have co-niches yeah, <laughs> I think mine I think mine would be something like, I, I grew up in Newfoundland um, on the East Coast uh, and um, a lot of British influence actually in Newfoundland too and uh, I would maybe piggyback off those ideas. There are a couple of accounts that I follow that are so like, it just never fail to make me laugh and cheer me up because it, it's so niche. It's like, some of it not only would you only understand it if you're from Newfoundland, you'd only understand it if you grew up like I, I did from like out around the bay somewhere, which are like these little tiny outport communities. And I'm like, maybe my niche would be doing influencer stuff in like someone's shed it, like <laughs> someone, what someone is cooking or, or pickling in their shed, you know, in the middle of, in the middle of nowhere, Newfoundland, like that would be, that's <laughs> like, the, the most like the most fun i can imagine of me doing anything in this world that would actually be very fun and <laughs> extremely niche so yeah
3: Sarah, i totally <laughs> you like mummering and going yes. into sheds as like in a mummering outfit. <laughs> 100% okay,
2: oh, okay we're on to something <laughs> changing my relationship to instagram as we speak
0: love it this, that was some Lower. great, I don't even know what my, because I suppose like niches, like, obviously I love film. I mean, my niche would probably be something to, ugh. I mean, I always think, again, it's not really a niche, but it's an area of influence. And I honestly think travel, travel influencers have got a good job because there's people just calling them like, hey, yeah. do you want to come here? We'll pay for everything. And you're like, yeah, like. It's giving that- it is. <laughs> it's given matter. like they were they had the a lot of the ones that I t- I'm obsessed. It's so embarrassing. But I'm going to say online. I'm a. I watch I watch Disney vlogs. Okay, so I watch people go to Disney World, and like. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> That's sweet. I'm, I'm, I'm going in six weeks. No, four weeks. Um. So I'm so excited. I was like, "Oh my god, maybe I can do that." But like, I'm going with my nan and my two like younger cousins. and like, "That's not going to be like a oh, like... that'll
5: make it even better." People oh, honestly, want to honestly, yeah. a nan at
0: Disney World. But she's like <laughs> my grandmother is an absolute nightmare. She, she, she would make good like t- I love her to bits, and I can't say anything because she's actually paying for the holiday. But if she <laughs> she goes on all of the rides, she's. 66. She goes on all of the rides apart from the 100%. crazy high ride. But the, no- the noises she makes, I had to tell her, she's going like, oh! And I'm like, Nan, these are not noises we need to be making, like, you know, quite wailing noises. <laughs> and I'm like, not appropriate for a ride. Let's, you know, let's calm it down. So I think tra- travel would be mine. Or horror, I mean, kind of what I, I love doing, like, the horror film and, like, talking. I- this is, like, my favourite thing to, like, watch movies and then talk to people about the movies. Like, just because you get so many more layers to films. And I think horror... Itself has is one of those that's kind of overlooked a lot of the time by the mainstream when in reality there's so many great stories and underlying. People say, oh, I don't like jumps. Like people think everything's just insidious, which is a great film, but you know, there's so much horror out there that. Has so much more nuance and all these things underneath that I'm like, you'll need to watch this stuff. Obviously, influencer being absolutely one of them. Um, I, I tweeted, it's like already, it's one of my, probably one of my favorite films of the year so far. So, and we're halfway through. So I'm absolutely loving it. Um, which leads me on to my penultimate question, which is so other than influencer, which is iconic, um, what's a moment in the horror space in, in the last year? It could be a TV show, a movement, or a movie, or anything that stood out to you? Oh. Question. in the last year yeah in the last year I mean,
5: you like, can go... mm. I saw Hereditary this year or Midsummer. oh really one, I, yeah those are a bit older I think just Hereditary for like Hereditary oh no yeah okay so Hereditary like the one most jarring scene I've seen in any film ever which if you guys have seen it I'm sure you know which scene I'm talking about is just absolutely horrendous uh, I also watched um, uh, Gaspar Noe's Enter the Void this mm. year, which was a very strange experience. We actually watched Climax uh, in Thailand together. The, the the A couple of us did. And that was, I never watched Climax. And I was buzzing to watch it. And it's one of my favorite films now. And then since then, I've watched Enter the Void. I didn't like it as much, but it was equally as intense. Mm-hmm. It was really, have you seen it? I have. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it is really good. And I just, yeah, it was also like, again, you'll know which scene I'm talking about in the bathroom. I was mm-hmm. like, it's one of the most jarring film scenes I've just ever seen in my life. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mine would be uh, Enter the Void.
3: So, I'm quite new to the horror world. I was never a horror girl, but I watched Pearl. I guess that's uh, what I, mean. I watched yeah. Pearl. So, and then I watched X. And I'm just like, obsessed and i cannot wait for maxine mm-hmm. and it really like opened my mind to horror because sky's the limit with horror you could literally make what what like it's like an old hollywood film meets horror it's, it's like just a so... of age
5: story isn't it it it's is just beautiful and it's
3: beautifully done it's stunning The cinematography is great the acting was great um my goth is like my new celebrity crush um best and so i'm so excited for maxine i can't wait
0: yes she's so good yeah, so, so good.
3: good.
0: what else have we got around yeah, the table
4: I, piggyback off of that i don't watch a lot of horror i did when i was a teenager loved horror movies i rent them all the time um but i lost my nerve somewhere in my early 20s so now i can't watch anything without like a blanket over over my face <laughs> but i watched pearl not having any idea what i was going in for and i just what a journey I loved the film and I haven't watched the other ones yet, but I absolutely will. So, um, I'm with you on that front. I just think horror is such a brilliant genre and, uh, what a great community. Um, I just think it's, it's a cool thing that we can all share. And, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Pearl is awesome.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's been a bunch of really cool horror films lately. Um, like Doug's smile and barbarian was really cool. Uh, the ending of of Men was, I think, probably the craziest. Yeah. That whole sequence. I don't. If you haven't seen it, definitely it worth men. watching. Because it, yeah, yeah. The, oh, Carlin that Alex movie. Um, who's the actress in it? It's the girl from. Oh,
0: it's a
2: uh, Jesse Buckley and yes, um, Jesse Buckley. Yeah, Rory Kinnear. A
0: twenty-four. Yeah.
5: Oh, okay.
2: Both incredible. I was also thinking of. They're Man so good, and the end yeah. of Men is. Mm-hmm. But the entire, I actually, the entire film, I was like,
3: <laughs>
2: I mean, she's great, but what Rory Kinnear is doing is like, yeah. what? It's wild. The same
5: that. Yeah. It's,
2: it's crazy. <laughs> it gets real it's weird. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Nice yeah i would say that one as well i just watched rosemary's baby for the first time
0: oh yeah i love that film like the 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 music just cheese i can't like the whole setting is just like that's a comfort film for me which probably shouldn't be a comfort film with what it's depicting but like and the book if you haven't read the book the book is so good um Mm. i'm intrigued because uh, although it's not been at its best recently, American Horror Story is the next season is uh, based on a new book that's coming out next month, which is delicate, which is kind of clusters a um a new ver- a newer version um or idea based on Rosemary's Baby, um but more like a more taken more of a feminist stance on on that and sort of so I'm really I'm I'm looking forward to that because that's going to be great um because yeah Rosemary's Baby is. It's up there. But also just in general, like I think in the last few years, indie horror in general is really just coming onto the scene a lot, which I think is just so exciting. I mean, even I know there's so, there is so much like you could talk about all of them, but obviously one that's kind of broke through in its crazy own way, which was Terrifier 2, uh, which is obviously extremely gory horror film that now Terrifier 3 has been picked up and will have a wide theatrical release, which is crazy. And I hope that we get, more of that with indie horror because I think we need to understand that's where it's at its best. Like you look at all of these smaller films and stuff like Paranormal Activity that kind of all started off as just this tiny little and just grow to these huge lengths. And I think we need to get people to open their eyes to more horror that's maybe not as mainstream as a lot of the other franchises.
5: Did you see uh, Did you yeah. see Skinnamarink? I did see Skinnamarink,
0: yeah. What did it, yeah? What did it, what, what did um, you think? I applaud him. Um, it was very interesting. It was not a film for me, but I can see why people liked it. And yeah. I, I, but kudos to him as a creator and as an artist and director to create that and for it to do what it did. To me, that's the most important thing. It found this audience and just skyrocketed. Yeah. I was just not, um, one of those members of the audience.
1: Something.
0: Yeah, I Canadian, actually I think
5: Canadian
1: I movie. Yes. Go on movie. Yes. Oh, Cal- just shot in, in Alberta.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. More, I think was them. one of the reasons why I wanted to check it out as well. Um, but yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I'm like, I absolutely love how experimental <laughs> it was. Um, but it just it was pretty, it was pretty whack. But I I read <laughs> the uh I read he the. Loved it, but... <laughs> I loved it for how experimental it was, and then mm. I, re- I also read the like, um, like the the explanation online afterwards, and I was like, oh, okay, I like I appreciate it for sure. But yeah, it was like it was so weird. I've never seen anything like it before. Um, but yeah, super cool. And I mean, it was like made for nothing, wasn't it? Mm. It was so so cheap. Mm-hmm which is crazy i do
2: i and i love that like i haven't seen it yet but i know that that director used to do something with a youtube channel i think oh, a, really? we were talking about it, where people would send him their nightmares and then he would turn their nightmares into like little short
5: films <laughs> oh, like, oh my no no thanks
2: <laughs> so good it's just like so i'm like Yay! Great, go go make weird films. I just think that's so. I love when people have that sort of like, it, like. I just love true film nerds.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. A, it's not a film like it. It's truly unique, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it it really is, and that's why I I always think you know it may not have been for me, but I can like it was. Yeah. It's definitely I've never seen anything like it like you say, so I know that it's it, it is a great film. And there's another guy who I'm really excited. It's very similar to like what he's done is. Um, his name's Curtis Pixels, and he did these found footage backroom videos. Obviously, like the backrooms is this sort mm-hmm. of idea, and he's now just signed with. He's doing an A twenty four movie? Oh, A twenty four, yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. um, to do these backrooms. Which I mean, his view, his videos were insane, and that's what I mean. Like getting these. That's the good thing about social media, you know. Let's end on a podcast. The good yeah. thing about social media is, you know, all these directors and these actors and things can get their work out there, and it might obviously, you know, not all of them, but. There's some out there that then you know get on to do bigger and better things. So for the for all its pain and sorrow, there is a there is a positive side to. There's some. Them. That kid's some...
1: still in high school, I think. Yeah, he's like <laughs> and he's 19, like doing like I... a big budget studio movie. I was yeah. like, come on, <laughs> on, Blair Witch, yeah, yeah. like
0: it's yeah. it's crazy. No yeah. So yeah, he was could... like doing it during summer break or something. So weird. Yeah. So wild. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but... are cool. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was watching them every week as they came out. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. But uh, before everyone goes, obviously, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone for joining me. But I kind of want to know for for me and for everyone else watching. I know that your world is always quite secretive, but is um, you know, is there anything you can tell us about what's coming up in the pipeline for some of you? Stuff that you are allowed to say or hints, maybe for any of you. Let's get all the vibes quick make something up <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm so busy <laughs> <laughs>
3: um i got to work on a on a pretty cool film called it's a wonderful knife i don't have a release date yet mm-hmm. but that's coming probably christmas time it's a christmas slasher
0: oh we love it,
3: Good time yeah nice
5: mm-hmm. um i am oh yeah writing something which Mm -hmm. may or may not turn out as a pile of trash, but we'll find out. (laughs) But yeah, that's what I'm kind of, I've become really enthused about that. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. That's exciting. Yeah. Nice.
4: I shot something actually right before I left for Thailand, which was another sort of thriller, horror, independent film. Uh, it was myself and another wonderful actress named Julia Sarah Stone, and it's called Zoe MP4. And that'll be coming out in the next year sometime. So mm-hmm. that's exciting.
0: That looks uh, in,
2: yeah. I guess the next horror film that should be coming out soon that I'm in uh, is called dark match and uh it's an 80s wrestling horror
5: film Ooh. <laughs> nice
2: uh Hot. and it was it was fun it was i'd never thought i'd play a wrestler and now i i know i can without throwing my back out which is a miracle so mm-hmm. please everyone watch it <laughs>
0: <Absolutely>. <laughs> front row <laughs>
1: um we just wrapped a movie with brandon christensen directing who did superhost um which is this like really crazy ride of a movie that follows these two cops as things go horribly horribly wrong um and then yeah we, we've got a couple things in development that we're looking to shoot soon but nothing really announceable yet
0: that's fair the world is yeah. secret but that's all it, says. it sounds like some exciting stuff in the pipeline so i'll i will be i will be there. Ready to ingest all sorts of content that I can, so definitely. But I want to say just again a huge thank you to everyone, to Emily, Sarah, Curtis, Cassandra, and um Rory as well. Just thank you so much for popping on in short notice and talking about this film for everyone. If you ha- I mean if you haven't seen it, why not? Shudder, it's available now. Go and check it out. It's absolutely brilliant. It's you will. I had no expectation. I was like, I don't know what this is. To you go in with just and it's just oh, I can't. I was like. I'm telling everyone all my friends I'm like is anyone watched Influence and they're like no and I'm like why don't we why don't we watch it right now so <laughs> um because there's just so many great layers and like all the stuff that there's so much I think in rewatch factor that kind of adds to things there's so many questions that I want to ask but I don't want to be spoilery for you guys who haven't seen it so do check it out um it is amazing and thank you so much everyone again for joining me and have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you so much
3: Thank you. Thanks. thank you
0: thank you You have been listening to the Horror Hour.
2: See you next time.